Who never do for do? Yeah, wings with friends. Ah, wings with friends. You got to get the wings to be with the friends. Hey everybody, welcome back to Wings with Friends, our very special 100th episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, you guys! Um, I this is exciting. I can't believe it's been a hundred episodes and I'm very excited to be sharing this 100th episode with not only my really good friend but just a really good person um please welcome Electa Thompson thank you hi hi how are you I am good I'm super excited to be here with you as a wings with friend original uh Listener, I feel like this is a very big, like, bucket list moment. You are. Oh, my gosh. I just remembered, like, you were an original fan, a promoter. You actually listen because you run. Yes. Yeah. Thanks so much. What? Well, I want to get into what were your favorite episodes. Like, (laughs) tell me what you like about me. Um, But I'll give you a minute to think. I do know my favorite. I think I know my favorite. What is your favorite episode? So I I liked um, Brian Schubert's episode. Everybody loves Um, that guy. But I also loved this was like, I mean, I feel like this was towards the beginning. But the one where you did the live from buffalo wild wings for uh fantasy football oh yeah that was like one of the first ones is my team at work yeah because i love fantasy football so i love that one there's been other ones too and i'm terrible you told me one recently that you really liked yeah comedian with um (laughs) i'm trying to word it to you (laughs) i can't remember which one (laughs) It I was can't. Chip Nicholson. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. This is, I'm awful. Um, yeah. No. And I really like that because I liked, I, I don't know. I, there was something about him and the flow between you guys. That's what, that's a good podcast dynamic. You have to have the good flow okay. between people. He, um, he's a really funny comedian, but he was cooking his wings while we were talking and I was watching it. Yes. And as someone who loves to cook, that was also extremely impressive. Yeah. That was really cool. Well, thank you so much for being a fan and a friend. Um, Electa, for those who don't know you, introduce yourselves to the audience. Um, Okay. What is my elevator pitch? Uh, Well, I am 20 years here in the Valley, but born and raised in New Jersey. So sometimes my bad attitude and uh, short-tempered nature comes from that. And then I now live here in Tempe, like I said, 20 years. Um, I do the same day job as you, sort (laughs) of, same place. And then I am very active in the community in terms of working with nonprofits. Um, Have two kids and a husband and two dogs. I don't know what else you want to know. So, okay. So, you know, aside from like the regular comedians that I have on this show, you're not a comedian, no. but you are a wife, a mom, a leader, not only at work, but in the community. You're a baker, a cook, um, a pl- event planner. Um, you are kind of everything, which I've always been very impressed with. I like to stay busy. Um, I always tell people if I had one superpower like you know people want to give the traditional like I would fly or this no I would live with no sleep (laughs) so that I could do 24 hours of stuff why not just make one day like 48 hours 
I just don't want to sleep, Mary. You, oh, you don't? I know. I mean, I love sleep, but I think if you don't have to, you won't miss it. That's all I want to do. <laughs> I, I, I feel you. <laughs> that's pretty good. So, Electa, um, you what, guys, Wait, wait. What oh, would yours be? If I had a superpower? Yeah. Maybe, like, being invisible. Yeah, that's a pretty I would good drive one. myself crazy, though. <laughs> Probably to fly, though. I'd rather have to fly. Flying's a great one. Saves money, time. Yeah, but if I was invisible, I would just drive myself crazy because I'd like listen to what people were saying about me or not saying about me. Yeah. Never do the I would hear people's thoughts thing. <gasps> that is not okay. No, I don't want to know. That's like reading the comment session section yeah, exactly. of your videos. You don't want that. Don't do that. <laughs> so everyone's going to find out how special you are as we talk because there's so many things I want to get into. But we had some fan fantastic wings today from valley wings in scottsdale this was a tiktok recommendation which is pretty much how i live my life now well tiktok's on point most of the time it was these wings were so good and to be honest we had three different kinds of wings but which wing would you want to name this episode after i'm gonna go with the honey hot i thought i'd go with the korean barbecue but that honey hot was on point it was really good it was saucy it was saucy they were just they were just all around good wings and they are good standalone wings sometimes wings need to come with other sides these wings all by themselves perfect i wish they would have come with carrots and celery but that's okay they don't um I feel like that's just one more thing for a restaurant to deal with. So they're like, no, we're going to focus on our wings. Yeah. We ordered Honey Hot, Korean barbecue, and buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo for your husband. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about these wings. Let's get after that right now because it's so fresh on my mind and my lips are still burning. (laughs) I feel like I liked them because of the saucy. You made that comment right away. And also the smell, like the it filled the room. I noticed Immediately. that. Andy walked in. And he was like, Mm-mm-mm. yeah, like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's perfect. Um, so that's what I liked. I liked that. It was it was good crisp, especially you had made that comment. Like sometimes when you're traveling with them, it's not as good as that. Like right to your table. Yeah. They're going to get they a little soggy. Yeah. But I feel like we ate them very as close as you could to to being ready because I walked in. They weren't even out yet. And he handed them to the guy through the window and the the guy showed them to me, and I was like, oh, 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 I can't wait. I love that they showed you the goods. That was nice. That was like special because they have an impressive like display. It's they're in styrofoam containers with a yeah. piece of foil. You're right. That was not just a dumping a dumping clothes. Yeah. yeah, they were lined up. Yes. I feel like the drummies were lined on the top, and the wings. Were oh, like they were out. definitely every other. I appreciated that. That is, I didn't really realize it till now, but that is nice. Yeah. And they were just like saucy. Did you go for the blue cheese or the ranch? I did both. Um, I like blue cheese, but I feel like the wings we got didn't lend themselves to blue cheese I would that agree. much. So I ate more ranch because I, that's why I kept eating Andy's buffalo ones because I wanted the, blue, <laughs> the cheese. blue cheese. Yeah. The ranch was good with those. I agree. Like the... I don't know. It didn't go with it as well. 10 out of 10 Valley Wings. They were good. I'm going to go back. I want lemon pepper. I will try them again. And I want, what other ones do you want? They had a Valley flavor, which was barbecue. That's what I want to try. I want to know what that barbecue is like for them. Is it a traditional barbecue? Is it something different? I want to try one of their dry rubs. (sighs) Would you do um, 
So are you a, a drummy or a flat? I'm a drummy. I will I will eat both. No problem. I'm not like a real hard. I don't draw a hard line on this. Um, but I'm going to prefer a drum. Okay. That's why we're good wing buddies. Because yes. I like the flat. By the way, I made the comment that I think these are good quality wings because I was eating more of them. I don't. I've never cleaned my wing this much. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought they were very good. Like, I will definitely go back there. Yeah. Electa, you might be a good candidate for my wing road trip I'm thinking about. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Like, would we leave the state? I'm thinking about one idea um, is just going to Las Vegas. Oh, well, I'm in for that. Yeah. We could also go, we could go to Lorraine's. We could go to my mom's. Yeah. Um, I'd like to go to Buffalo also. We could do that. Um, my friend Matt Broom wants to do that, but, um, you know, I think, uh, we can work something out. You can take a ride. <laughs> so, okay. So you're a drummy. Um, do you like a saucy wing or a dry wing? I prefer a saucy wing. Yeah. I prefer, I, I will do a dry. It, it has to be the right dry. But if I'm being asked which one I'm going to order off a menu, I'm going to go with a saucy. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Especially if the sauce is good. You know, like yeah. flavorful sauce. Well, and I will say the exception to that would be if it's a unique dipping sauce, Ooh. not just a regular ranch side. If it's like, we have this special whatever sauce that we dip our dry wing, that you dip the dry wing in, then I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. Somebody was telling me they do honey mustard. That sounds fantastic. And now it makes sense because it's chicken and chicken goes great with honey mustard. I would have to do a naked wing like just a fried good nice fried chicken wing or a you know maybe a garlic parm or something but i would do it by itself Ooh, i want to start collecting chick-fil-a sauce <laughs> you can you can do that actually you can just buy a little pint of it can't you i mean you can just collect it though that sounds fun like when you go to in and out i ask always ask for extra of the sauce for the I asked for one packet and she gave me six and kind of like winked at me and they I was never like, do that i was like Oh, you are. Thank you. With their thank ketchup, you. when you ask for ketchup, they give you three. <laughs> You're like, I need six. Well, I ordered animal fries, so. Oh. I didn't know you could get the sauce in a packet. Oh, yeah. Uh, until I think Jen Hicks once ordered. That was her order. So um, so you're collecting the sauce. <laughs> oh, yeah. We keep them in the fridge. That's nice. Yeah. Ooh, good, good secrets here. I, you know, it might be fun to do it. Just collect all the Chick-fil-A sauces and then make some wings and have a little dipping party. We need to do a wing board, a wing <gasps> charcuterie board. Because have you seen the TikTok Chick-fil-A boards? Yes, that looks amazing. I mean, amazing. it's magic. <laughs> it's just magic. So Electa's really dipped her toe into charcuterie. And we're going to we're gonna approach that in just one minute <laughs> because it is a topic, let me tell you, along with all, the, all of the other great work that she does. Um, let's get your wing constitution. So you're a drummy. You like a wet wing. Um, do you do ranch or blue cheese? I'm going to go prefer ranch. Okay. And I'm going to go with celery. And the next question was carrots and celery mm -hmm. or both or neither? Just celery. celery. I like celery. All right. How many wings can you eat? What's your number? Um, probably 10. Okay. Because I've never eaten it by itself. There's always more food at the table. True true today i didn't have anything else and i was going to town i i'm sure i had like 12 i think we still had a lot <laughs> yeah we got 45 wings okay well that's nice i know people who can eat all 45 it's impressive yeah i just want i think the problem is i always want more stuff 
I want either a piece of pizza or some French fries. Right. Maybe some jalapeno poppers. Like the wing is like the, you know, the appetizer to a burger for me sometimes. Oh, I feel like a pizza for me. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I like this. Man, I really talk about food a lot. I spend probably a solid three hours a day thinking about food. <laughs> like if you're putting it all together, but... I wake up thinking about food and I go to bed looking at TikToks thinking about food. But you're also preparing food for other people. I, this so is it's true. Like, and you just want to make it look nice. Um, before we get into your charcuterie, if you do you make wings uh, for your family at all? I have made them a few times. Most recently, testing out the air fryer. Ooh, how'd that go? I think they're pretty good in there. They get very crispy, which is perfect. I tried them in the air fryer once for Michael Margetis's episode and I ended up burning them and it was just like <laughs> dried chicken and like the bone stabbed him. And then I, oh, I thought I, I, I think ATL wings has like a Larry's. Somebody has a Larry's. I think it is them. And I put too much. It was a nightmare. Oh gosh. Poor Michael Margetis. He never talked to me again after that. He well, was like, we're not even friends anymore. Jeez. That, that air fryer experience could have landed you with a lawsuit yeah. stabbing people with wings i want to try it again maybe for our chick-fil-a episode. you should definitely try it again for sure okay what kind of sauce would you make if you were making wings if i said electa make me wings please i would go buffalo i i okay. do love honey hot um you know I would go Buffalo just because that's the that's the mutual wing agreement between me and, and my husband, between me and Andy. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, if I was going to experiment with something new, I would actually try a honey hot with like the hot honey, like that actual hot honey. Oh. And then maybe some of that onion crunch from Trader Joe's. I, onion crunch, yes. And then just get it a little warm. And yeah, a little, maybe soy in there. Or yeah, yeah, that sounds I good. I want some onion crunch with some soy and rice vinegar, and I want to dip a dumpling in it right now. Oh, yeah. I think this is a direct result of Instagram, a, a picture I saw on Instagram. I, that sounds about right. Oh. <sighs> All my eating is a direct result of something I found on Instagram. <laughs> well, last night, I, okay, so I I had just gotten back from being out of town, so I had to put in a grocery order. I didn't know what to make. So I was like, I'm going to make all this shit I've been saving on Inst- on oh. TikTok. So in my mind, I decided I was going to make <laughs> banana pudding from Magnolia Bakery. Oh, my gosh. I mean, these aren't dinners, but this I wanted to ambitious. make Rachel Ray's green rice. Oh, that is good. Have you seen it? Yes. Have you had it? I haven't. It looks really but healthy. But it looks amazing. Um, It's got like all these green vegetables you put in white yeah. rice. And then Gigi Hadid's pasta, spicy pasta. And I made that last night and it came out so good. Yeah, you had said that. That looked good. You know what? Surprisingly, what I loved, it almost had a chili onion crunch to it because. Because of that, the hot so- pepper, right? Yeah. Um, I probably put too much onion. I cut up a red onion and then I put in a bunch of garlic and a bunch of chili flakes. And then that made like a little crunch to it. Was it supposed to have red onion or shallots? It's it called the one I looked at was red onion. Oh, okay. And so, so you, you, you saute all that stuff and then you add like, I did like a half a can of tomato paste and I'm like, oh, okay, we're, so it's getting kind of pasty. It gets the pastiness. Then you add cream. Yeah, and it looked it became, great. Yeah, and then it was like this creamy, and now it looked like a vodka sauce. Yeah, I was afraid of maybe I'd crap my pants or something though with all that cream, but not yet. So, 
<laughs> Way to clear that one. You can put that in the make again list. <laughs> make again. Well, I decided if I was going to buy a thing of cream, I need to make all the things that require cream. That's that's the trouble, right? Like you buy like a, this big thing of ricotta cheese yes. and then it's like, what? A, oh, we're going to have every freaking lasagna we possibly can <laughs> over the next week. <laughs> um, but you know what I've been wanting to do is make... By the way, the cream goes in the pudding also. Oh, perfect. Okay. And then I decided to get some coffee flavors because I wanted to make the sweet foam called oh, foam. Yeah. So oh, I'm going to yeah. eat cream all week. You're going to be living the, the rich life. <laughs> yeah, the real rich if life. If you do make that green rice, there is a similar sauce like that used to marinate chicken. Okay. And then you grill it. It's there is a recipe, but it's very similar stuff. It's in Nom Nom Paleo. She's like one of my favorite chefs. Is it chefs. like a chimichurri? It is. And, but her, it's like her sister's recipe and she calls it the green sauce. And you put it on chicken, bone-in, or I've done it with boneless. It's so good. Like you could just eat it every day. I don't know. I think it's a chimichurri that I like. What is the sauce? Okay. I hope you know what I'm talking about. <gasps> Cheesecake Factory. Uh-huh. Avocado egg rolls. That green sauce. Oh. Is that a chimichurri? That's almost like a goddess sauce, isn't it? What's a goddess? It might be a chimichurri. Is it? Is it's it creamier sweet. looking or no. darker? Okay, it's a no. Chimichurri. It's it's oily. It's it's got a lot of green it's probably stuff. Close, it's closer to chimichurri. Yes. What That's is a chimichurri? Like. It's got a lot of cilantro in it. Yes, I like cilantro, lime, and honey together. Yeah. Or lemon. Yeah. Garlic. You can and honestly, if you do all the like cilantro, parsley, lime, garlic, honey, um. And like, make sure you salt good. But for the rice, I wouldn't want anything. the sweet part in the rice. No, 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 it might be good. If if it's just a little bit of sweet, it's just going to enhance the other flavors. Okay, okay, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. I'll, it's oh, like putting the, rice vinegar in something. Okay. Well, speaking of the other thing I made, <laughs> which I made last night too, was the cucumber salad. Oh, so I love cucumber salad. But I think I might have put too much sesame oil. Did you do sour cream or did you do a vinegar one? This is like an Asian style. So it's okay. like sesame oil, rice wine vinegar, chili flakes, soy sauce. Love that. I think I got the proportions off, but we'll see. That's also a Lorraine uh, Baker. Staple? Uh, she loves a, a cucumber salad. I grew up with my with mom. Vinegar. Just, yeah, my yep. mom would put spears of cucumber on the table with vinegar. And yep. Salt. She would slice them to in the circle. And my dad just eats them, eats them on the side. Totally, same thing at our house. And half the time they in the summer they came from our garden. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, you know what? You really kind of helped me understand. Like New Jersey is the garden state, yeah. and they really are. Like they have amazing produce and flowers and all of that. Yeah. Well, and you got to see my parents' garden, which mm -hmm. my parents are phenomenal green thumbs both of them which led me to believe that i would be good at it's growing not hereditary things. it is apparently a skill <laughs> so i actually bought plants to take home and die yesterday no yeah it's 95 uh, percent of the stuff i bring home dies oh. i successfully grew carrots here i have two gorgeous garden beds yeah your kids are doing pretty good so, so if somebody wants right. to come plant them for me I do know somebody who builds high-end gardens for clients. But That's they charge, cool. Yeah, they she charges a lot, but it's it's her business, and it's for people who want like a sustainable garden. I might need that number. It's called Veg Up. Mm. Get, go green, Veg Up. Um, 
I was invited to their home once and like they made this amazing meal and it was like so much stuff from the garden. Oh, she so made cool. her own tea. She gave us tea that she Oh, made. like dried tea that yes. she made? Yes. And then sliced That's an orange. That's so impressive. Oh, we I were... need to up my game. Oh, and then she explained to me how um like a sponge is made. It's just a it's a Oh yes. I didn't you know can that. grow that in your yeah. Um, I'm on a gardening Facebook group. It's like a zucchini yeah. or something. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I was like, I thought this came from the sea. I didn't know it till I was in that in that Facebook group. You dry <laughs> I was like, it what? out. Yeah. Well, yeah. she would sell them at um, farmers markets. Very yeah, cool. it's kind of neat stuff if you got the time yeah. and the inclination too. Yeah. So that's fantastic. So. Yeah. Sorry, I'm so I'm full. Okay, to be honest with you, it's I'm fair. full. I ate a lot of wings. I'm breathing hard, but I think that's normal. <laughs> I think it's fine. Um. So charcuterie yeah i want to talk about this because you are killing it in the char game you're making boards you're pleasing people you're making boards out of anything now it's not just meat and cheese where how did this start for you and where are you today with it what's very funny about this is it started quite a few years ago actually four years ago my sister-in-law heidi gave me a board for my birthday and it was gorgeous. And I was making some boards and had said how much I liked boards. And then like everything in my life, it was, it took on a life of its own. And then two years ago for Easter, I made a brunch board complete with teacup full of cream cheese. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, I love this. And then pretty much anytime I needed to do anything, it was, I'm going to bring a board because you can hit on everybody's likes like you can do a traditional cheese board or cookie board or brunch board whatever it is so you can hit on everybody something for everyone and they just look beautiful like I like food that looks pretty well also it kind of invites you to graze, graze. and you can pick at things which is like what we're told not to do as a kid mm-hmm. probably not during the pandemic but um you know it's and you don't have to have 100 of everything you can have like couple of chocolates and then a couple of little nuts and then and I feel like my my thing with them is I want it to be pretty but I also want it to be super fun like I made one for my brother's birthday that had all of his favorite things on it so would you normally pair Funyuns and peach rings on the same board? No. Oh, how fun. But it was awesome because it was all his favorite things. And you can make pretty much anything look cool. So it's like perfect for like, I'm going to watch a movie. We're going to hang oh, yeah. out. Or if you're having a party or a podcast or something. And yes. You just want to have a little grazing thing. Yes. It's perfect for that. We did um, family favorite thing board last week. Oh, my gosh. So one board was more a traditional um cheese and meat board because that's what my husband and I love but then the other one was the kids so it was pizza little cast iron things of mac and cheese oh I saw that yeah yeah. dumplings and we had dumplings yep it was like all your favorite takeout food but we made it at home with stuff from Trader Joe's oh my gosh does do your kids know how good they have it no Mary they don't but you know (laughs) I hope that gets me sainthood or something I mean they seem like pretty sweet kids and every time they I've are. been around them they're they pretty are. sweet kids um but I don't know if they like realize you know like how special this is you know they also have a very 
basic palettes. So <laughs> a lot of times we have to really explain to them how special this is. You're like, this is a spicy blue cheese. Yeah, okay. I know. It's very <laughs> expensive. I well, like we gave them this piece of cheddar. I got like the the Murray's like cheese shop, like a cheddar. And I was like, just try it. And Lincoln's like, Ugh, I I like the medium Tillamook. And listen, I love Tillamook too. <laughs> but do you like the medium sliced cheese? Okay. You can't be on this board now. <laughs> we did grilled gourmet grilled cheese a couple weeks ago oh, at the beach. And um That's fantastic. We order all our groceries so 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 we can stay socially distanced. But I got a uh, the craft singles, the thick sliced craft singles, because to me that's perfect for grilled cheese. And when I went back to the beach like two weeks later, it was still there. Because <laughs> like nobody <laughs> will touch like sane adults uh, don't touch that. They're yeah. like Provolone, Swiss, sure, I'll do that. Like, they know that that is poison, probably. Yeah, but there is a place for it, I will say. It's in a grilled cheese. Yes, it's in a grilled cheese dipped in tomato soup. I, you might be proud of me for this. I made potato leek soup. Oh. Sans the cream, though. Oh. Because, you know, some of my friends can't have that. And also, I think it lasts a little longer. So what'd you use instead? Broth? Nothing. No. Yeah, no, I use broth. Okay. Well, normally when you make that, you cook it. Yeah. You do, you cook your leeks, your butter, your garlic, whatever. And then you add the broth and potatoes and you let those cook. And then you blend it or whatever, mash it, however you want it. Then at the end, you pour in like a half cup of cream. Yeah. To make and it I richer. Just, yeah. And then I just don't do that. And then you have this nice broth-based soup that's not going to hurt anybody's tummy. Did you put some toppings on it? Um, no, because I didn't have any. But what would you put on it? Bacon. Yeah. That would be good. Yep. This crowd, you know, uh, several people didn't eat pork. So. Okay. I do. I would. I, as as crazy as it sounds, I'd put more onion. I'd put green onion on top. Maybe a little chive on yep. top. Yep. Some bacon. I love onion. You do. You do. And I'm starting to love it, too. It's it's a great flavor. You got to get the umami. Everything starts with freaking onion, olive oil, and garlic. You know, like. All good things do. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about how you were born. And in the baking world, everything starts with butter. Yeah. I love butter. I tried to stop buying real butter because I was like, Mary, you got to stop with the butter. And it just doesn't work the same. No, I use real butter. So even in all, you know, we do a lot of healthy cooking in the house. Uh, Andy lost 80 pounds over the last year. I still cook with butter i get grass-fed high quality butter do you do salted or unsalted i do well i unsalt for baking but i do salt it for cooking mm. butters you know my favorite thing right now is because i struggle with what groceries to buy week to week but i know yeah. if i have this i'll always be okay i love an english muffin toasted with uh, butter so good i don't know when Agreed. i got so mature when i was a kid i it's hated those nooks and crannies i hated english muffins really yeah i don't know why because we they just, always had them no, I didn't like them, but now, and I have to, I'll double toast them so they're nice and crispy, put some butter, I'll make a garlic bread, I'll make a PB&J, or just butter is amazing. It sounds so good. It is. It's nice, too, just to wake up and have coffee and an English muffin, you know, like, what a nice little breakfast. Yeah, perfect. Um, mm. <laughs> we should just cuddle now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but that's i mean during the pandemic that's just a thing I, I i you know i'm cooking more and stuff for sure i just hate cleaning the kitchen yeah it's a lot we that is the benefit of having children and a husband they do they do pick up some of the cleaning that's nice well for, i mean 
I'm making all this food and then I have a ton of leftovers. So that's hard. Yeah, you got to get in the freeze business so that you can make a new thing, freeze five individual servings and then eat them. I need to clean up my... But then I never want it again. <laughs> that's problematic. I got a lot of problems. <laughs> anyway, um, so fantastic. But you used to be the cupcake queen and I feel I, like you've really switched. I actually still do both. I have I have some upcoming orders. Oh, okay. And you sell them? I do sell them. Delectable cupcakes, because it's got my name in the middle. And I do the cupcakes, but the cupcakes, the business side was born out of necessity because I was giving away so many cupcakes to nonprofit events yeah. that I kind of needed to pick up some money <laughs> to cover my costs. So... I've been doing the cupcakes for over 10 years, yeah. but I've had the business for about seven. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember the lemon curd is so good. It's a very popular one. You put such good things on top. You know, I like the tuxedo. Yes. I always tell people my cupcakes are not beautiful fondant, like recreating uh, the Eiffel Tower on your cupcake. Yeah. They are all about the flavor. That's what we want. And I will custom make, like you tell me what your favorite cereal or candy or flavor profiles <sighs> are, and I will custom design you a cupcake just for you. You made me amazing. Cu I'm just, it's coming back to me now. And I was talking about this earlier. Um, you made me some beautiful cupcakes for my birthday when we did As You Wish. Oh, yeah. Oh, I felt so special. What flavor did we do? Um, I probably told you like a peanut butter chocolate. I was going like to say. Turtle. I feel like it was but maybe you know the peanut butter chocolate. Want? You know what I would want today? What would you want today? I want cookie butter. Oh, I do make a good cookie butter one. So I make one. So I'm, you know, I'm a huge Trader Joe's fan. Like I should have like a. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, an account just for everything I get at Trader Joe's. So their cookie butter, I make one where I put that in the frosting. Yeah. And do, you, then, do you fold it into like a vanilla frosting? So I fold it into my <gasps> traditional buttercream. Yeah. But then I also take the the Biscoff cookies, because that's really all cookie yeah. butter is. But the ones like the, I can't think of the brand, but it's the one you get on the airplane. Like yeah. the true Biscoff cookie. Yeah, Biscoff. So I crush that and put it at the bottom of the cupcake. Oh, so shoot. That, and then pour the batter over top. So it's like a graham cracker crust, but it's a... <laughs> It's a Biscoff. And then I put a piece of the Biscoff cookie on top of the cookie. What is cupcake. the cupcake itself like? It's a vanilla. So it's a vanilla yeah. with that at like a crumb bottom. Do you think chocolate would taste good too? I think I think that could do well yeah. with chocolate. It just lends itself nice to vanilla. It does. It does. Chocolate's such a powerful flavor on its own. You got to pair it with the right stuff. I like this. Could you do like a little ganache of Biscoff in the middle? Oh, yeah. You could totally do that. Yeah, you could. The other way I've done it, too, is I've taken the cookie butter and you put it alongside of the piping bag. So just by itself, not folded in. So it's like a streak. Yes. So that when I take it out, it swirls a, a <laughs> ribbon of it, a ribbon oh of it. <laughs> I, I wish so everyone just... could see your face right now because the amount of joy on it is <laughs> This is why this is why I love to feed people. This is the exact reason. <laughs> so I'm like fluttering my feet. My eyes are up. Like, what? I'm afraid I'm going to kick this dog and she's going to bite me. She's she's be fine. Like, Bitch, shut up. She's she's okay. <laughs> oh, that sounds wonderful. If you ever want to make me some um I, I want to try a Biscoff cookie. 
I could just buy some Biscoff, but I know it's not good to have in the house because I'll just eat yeah. It. That's the pro. That's the that is the benefit of having a business, and nobody touches. We don't touch anything that's for the business. So for the business, um, Biscoff was one of those things, and it's probably been about eight years now that I had that I had never had before. Like there's yeah. not a lot of things that you're like, what what is this it's it's like the things that just are underrated and you're like oh and then they get oh. huge yeah but um and and i had had it or my friend had explained it to me about with the liege waffles oh um, yeah because everybody loves those well yeah but it was it was not you know that big and then there was the two, the waffle trucks the uh, waffle love yeah and waffle love and shoot i can't remember the other one now um waffle crush and one night, me and the Grunos went to both waffle trucks that in one fantastic. night. That sounds fantastic. Oh, we were so sick after, like, not we weren't, but it was like, who's got the best waffles? And I think we decided that Waffle Crush was better. I've only had Waffle Love. But, you know, growing up in New Jersey, I, you go down the shore, and I think I might have sent you a picture of this, maybe, Um it's waffles and ice cream. Like mm. that's always been a like down are the shore thing. Are they waffles like that, or are they more of like a breakfast waffle? No, they're like a like a Belgian, like a yeah. liege waffle. Um, I mean, and they're different at different places, but they'll do like the Neapolitan. They'll like cut a chunk out and make you like an ice cream sandwich. The other thing I feel like that's getting very popular is the Pizzelle cookies. Yeah, and. Growing up back east, like every Italian mom makes those all the time. I remember Genoa brought those for our bake sale one year, and she and like I was like, oh cool, and then everybody was like, ooh pizzelles, yeah. And I had never had them, but I was like, oh these are amazing, yeah. They are, and they're beautiful. They too. are beautiful. Oh my gosh, Electa, um, Electa is such a unique name. I've never met an Electa. My dad yeah. calls you Electa Karma because. <laughs> why i think he's thinking of carmen electra and he's like yeah. electa. but my parents do that it's a very lovingly thing tell me about your name where'd you get it what's it from it is my grandmother's name um so it was her name and before that we know we know like it goes back a couple generations in the family so it's a family name um and it is english but there are not many of us uh there's like probably only a couple thousand in the world oh, yeah. um I do sometimes like to Google to find other electas. We actually had one other electa at our work at one point. Oh, really? Yes. Not in our building, yeah. obviously, in the yeah. field. But um, I have never physically, other than my grandmother, met another person with my name. Yeah. And it is weird. And it also really throws people off, like, at Starbucks because they <laughs> – it's so easy because it sounds like it, – it's spelled like yeah. it sounds, everything. But it throws them off, too, because they'll see, like, this very normal, plain-looking white girl. And then they, like, look <laughs> around like, this bitch can't be Electa. <laughs> and they just kind of, like – and then it's like, it's me. It's me. It's mine. And now, as you heard probably, it does set off the Alexa a lot. <laughs> Oh, that is so yeah. funny and weird. Yeah. I don't. I'm not into Alexa. Oh, she's our best friend here. I, I don't. I think I realize I don't like talking out loud I, by I just myself. Like the, I, well, that's fair. I like the convenience of her. She tells me the weather. She turns on the radio. She gives like, me compliments. My Cox remote control. It has a voice control, and it, it really wants you to use it. <laughs> and so. Because it's like, if you punch in something, it goes, next time, try saying this into your thing. So last night, I was like, watch Netflix. And I'm like, 
you know like it just feels weird it's so quiet i don't talk yeah. i live by myself okay i know so, I, that's fair yeah um well that's cool thank you for sharing that i bet a yeah. lot of people didn't know that or yeah i a lot of people don't know they think like either my parents were hippies which you know my parents pretty <laughs> much the furthest thing from that uh they think like oh and here was the best part growing up so for most of my like important, you know, development years, my father was mayor of the town I grew up in. So elect a baker. People literally thought he named me that as like a political tool. I'm like, I am 14. You think he was like, oh, when when she's 14, I'm going to use it on a, po- on a political poster. So elect a baker. real challenging childhood. I am a... I picture this braces kid like, hey, I'm my dad's walking billboard. Yeah. Smirin' dad. I love it. (laughs) No, it's a family name. I I also got Easy E. Oh, cute. But it just because of the rap at the time, you know. That's better than being called Mary Butt Church. (laughs) I never heard that one. I really love it. (laughs) I do too. Now. Not as a 12-year-old who got her butt first when I grew. <laughs> I just, that's impressive. Like, that was, like, sometimes the names that we, like, the nicknames were just not inventive. Like, that's pretty good. Kids were, they're really great. There sometimes. There was some song these assholes sang to me once oh. that was so mean about being fat. And it was oh. like, and it was like, wow, you're so creative. Thanks for dissing me in such a creative way. Boys are mean. Yeah. Boys I had crushes on were mean. They probably uh, have dead end jobs and are unhappy now. Yeah, I went to the 20 year reunion. <laughs> Mine was supposed to be this year. Aww. Oh, 2020. You can have your own reunions when you go back to New Jersey. You, you've been a part of them. They are so great. Mike and his wife, Jill. Jill. She's fantastic. I love Jill. Their little girls are so cute. Yes. yes. Um, I love I follow them on Instagram and I hope I keep following them forever. I know. They had they had adorable cheerleading outfits on yesterday. Yeah. Which it's fun. So the best part about that, I will say the one good thing about social media and everything and like how connected we are is that my kids, my daughter, who's the same age as their daughters, they are like super close friends because they text all summer, oh. all year and then see each other in the summer. And, you know, you move 2,000 miles away and you don't think that's going to happen. There's no long lost friends anymore. No. So it's awesome to see them like growing up together. Um, growing up as a military brat, we would move every three years. There's like two families we were really close with and I felt like we had really lost touch. But we would probably send Christmas cards like our parents would. Right. But now with Facebook... Um, you know, I can keep up with their lives. And Missy Wilkes, who was in one of my oh, jokes. Oh, yeah. I, I had, know Missy Wilkes. She had the banana seat. <laughs> um, turns out they were on a cruise in New Orleans. They were coming back as we were leaving. Oh, did so you see them? Yeah. I got, to, awesome. I got to just see Missy and her boys. But um, yeah, so we just kind of said hi. Yeah. yeah. I, that, that's the one good thing about the internet. There, There's a lot of good things about social media. Yeah. Um, 10,000 bad things, but you know. True. But I will say, in times of an emergency or crisis, it's a good way to center everybody and let you know they're safe. Yeah. And it's been great. Like, I look at, like, the nonprofits um, work that we can do on social media, being able to stay connected. I mean, you think about, like, the millions of dollars that's been raised for different things and emergencies 
definitely the benefit. Well, let's talk about that because you are really involved I in am. nonprofit and in the community. Um, you were just elected chair, <laughs> appointed, I guess. I guess it's it's appointed. Um, yeah, so I am the current chair of the executive board for Tempe Community Action Agency, and it's the um, largest nonprofit in Tempe that's supporting kind of think of them as those critical care needs so we have like a food bank and we have senior services where we do meal delivery um we have a um a program called i help where we support those that are experiencing homelessness and then we have health start for pre and postnatal care i'm probably missing other things but <laughs> they don't just appoint anybody to tcaa board do they uh, like how did you get so that? i've actually been active with the agency for about 10 years my brother was active with them first um which you know we kind of come as a as a duo <laughs> yeah. he is six years older than me though so i guess i just kind of do whatever he does and i worked on their big fundraiser i loved the fundraiser um and they invited me to work to help plan it the next year and then a couple years doing that, they invited me to join the board. Um, and now I've just been on there for a few years. And I was asked if I wanted to join the executive board. And you kind of move in a little order. And 2020, because <laughs> nonprofits, typically your fiscal goes June to June. So I, I moved into my chair position in June. So obviously, and this is one thing I really learned, is it's based on your the work that you do. So... When you work hard for something or somebody, they see it, they recognize it, and then they ask you to do more. Yes. And as long as you're willing to take that yeah. on. Um, I feel like this is where I've kind of always failed when I try to get involved because, to be really honest, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of being reflective of, like, what I do. Like, I'll get into something, I get excited, and then I kind of just get too busy and get distracted and I don't follow through. But I feel like you've been really, like you are really dedicated to your comedy work and the podcast. Like, I feel like that is an obvious priority, don't you? Yeah. So I guess the things that, I mean, that's what tells you what your priorities are, the things that you do. Yeah, so maybe for I'm sure. Not passionate about other things. But I feel like that's your way of connecting with people. Remember that those things help other people. They help that people is, find people. That is so nice. It's true, though. Thank you. Yeah. But I still think the work that you're doing, it's like a lot more work. But then again, if you really love it, it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. I mean, as I said, I I do I do not function without having uh, there's like a meme that says, like, you can't get rid of my tension. That's what holds me together. Like, I don't function without like <laughs> a thousand different things going on. So. So I will say this. I have come to terms with the fact that I'm not going to lead a, a charitable organization or whatever, <laughs> but I know enough great people who do like you. My friend Malia Dunn. I don't know if you've met her. Yes. Um, she's fantastic. Um, so. I like to do things through you guys. So if you say, hey, Mary, we're collecting for the food bank. I'm like, OK, I'll be there. I'll be there. Because you connected me, well, even at our work and me with Jarrett, mm -hmm. uh, like Ransom. And she's fantastic, lives locally and does lots of stuff with Shoebox Ministry, which yeah. is one that we also oh, work yeah. with um, through our homeless agency. So. And, you know, it's funny. I met Malia through comedy a show I did at Tempe Center for the Arts about women in the arts. And that's how we connected. Oh, and that's the one I took the kids to. Yes. Oh yeah. See? See, we're doing such good You're a work. connector. I know. <laughs> but, you know, it, it is neat that you bring it back. To, it comes back to comedy. Yeah. 
I, I still think there's something there to do some sort of like comedy for a cause, you know. Oh, totally. Once we can, you know, socialize more. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, that's what I've seen you do, you know, like the food bank. And um, I know you're a chair of the United Way at work. Um, and then yeah. one of the most recent things that I was just so impressed with you was uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, you and you started kind of a mask campaign. Yeah. To, with the kids to make masks. That was crazy. And tell me about that. How did that happen? So it was really funny timing. And honestly, kind of the, I'll tell you. So it's funny timing because it was kind of becoming clear. Nobody had talked about masks yet, but it was kind of becoming clear that maybe it was beneficial to have one. And I had asked my daughter sews. Um, I come from a long line of sewers. I am not one, but everybody else in the family is. So Mary shaking her head. I, I think she knows I this wanna experience. I want to be a sewer. I, I kind of <laughs> am if I practice more. I just don't know how to thread the freaking machine. Yep. that's So I have an, I have an auto thread. But um, I still, yeah. But Talk I still to don't me know about how this to. about this after. Uh, yeah. I kind of need one. So my daughter is great. 12. She's great sewer. So I said, hey, can you guys make me some masks? And that was while we were keeping my parents captive here because things were so bad back east. And um, I... I posted it and some people were like, oh, it looks good. You know, people were kind of asking about it. So then I was like, hey, Blythe, what if we, do you want to, do you want to make some more? Um, and you, we could, you could do them for TCAA. And she's like, oh yeah, that'd be a good service project because they do service projects at work or at her school. So my niece who lives right down the road too, um, who they've been mentioned on the podcast before Brody and Blythe. Oh, they so, have. Yeah. They're big fans. They're big fans. So, um, they, my, my niece was like, oh, I'm game. And she's got a sewing machine. And my sister-in-law, um, is incredibly talented and, and crafty in that way. And I was like, okay, I'm going to post and tell people they can buy them and we're going to donate the money to the nonprofit. Well, we, we got like 60 order, like six, like requests for 60 of them, like right away. And I was like, oh man, we need to go to the fabric store. Cause a lot of fabric stores were closed, uh-huh. but we have a little like hole in the wall one here. Yeah. So we went and as we were there, the president announced that people should be wearing them. So then it was like, or the president fa- well, of the United States, well, our president. Well, that? it was, it, the CDC had come out and they were talking yes. about that it might be recommended. Yeah. But no, he was not. I don't think he has already come out and said he should wear it. He, no, he, fi- he finally did in, in June 30th. But nobody at his rallies <laughs> no. are wearing it. Unless it says make America great. <laughs> so um, he, so, so we, so they had come on, did the press conference and the CDC said it and Fauci was like, yeah, you know, if you have a mask, it might be beneficial. So then the floodgates opened and people we. People like, because here's the thing, Electa. You couldn't find a mask. You couldn't. Nope. And you didn't want to get the good ones. And I remember January and February I was traveling and that's around the March. I went, I went out the first week of March to Minnesota and I was like, maybe I should buy a mask. I went to CVS, no mask. And I was like, what? This is weird. There's something not on the shelf. Okay. You know, no problem. And then it was like, oh, you sh-. and it was it felt weird to wear a mask. You felt like people were going to look at you like, Ew, what sure. do you think you're too good? <laughs> and it's and like, I, yeah. No. And I didn't. And it was the time when you didn't want to buy them, even if you could, because PPE for other people. So we we sold them five bucks a piece. 
Um, we raised over seventeen hundred dollars oh for TCAA. Gosh. Definitely, the girls were very active in it in the beginning. We had like a whole train of yeah. like the way like we had it set up. We had everybody at the house, like the four of us, because we were quarantining together. Um, but then Andy said, "This is just your way of seeing people from a distance," <laughs> <laughs> because I am clearly like the extrovert that does not do well in quarantine. So it was great. I mean, you know what? We got a that lot was out there. The silver lining. I, I I do miss that part of the pandemic where there was no question whether you should stay home. You stay home, right? Yep. So that was very clear. And that's where I felt like we all just needed leadership. We needed leadership telling us to just do this and shut it down because it was still like, eh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but what a great project because it engaged the kids. It helped other people. Yep. It kept you busy. It engaged your parents. Like I was like, oh, this is so elective. Yeah, Saving it gave the my world. mom stuff to do for sure. The mm-hmm. kids stuff because their school was done at that point. So right, so weird. And it is weird to be at this part of the uh, pandemic. Like yeah, we're no longer. It's, it's a weird in the fun part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely there was a lot of drive-by drops. You know, I was sending you. Uh, Did you see what I made? I'm delightful. Making? Oh, are you making scrunchies? Yeah, these are going to be for Ooh. a show that me and Carrie Gallagher are well, doing. You might need to make some for Brody. And How gorgeous are those? Blythe. We're going to have signature scrunchies each show. Oh, I so love this, it. It's all going to look like this. I want to be like JoJo Siwa and her bows. See, I I want to sew, but that instead my quarantine, like everybody picked up TikTok things off quarantine, right? Yeah. So mine was um, super late in the game buying a Peloton uh tie-dyeing in my driveway yeah um i am on a wait list for roller skates i have a lot of dreams about that okay wait hold on before you keep going one i want a peloton but i don't know if i'll get it i have a gym in my apartment i doesn't matter you should get one but um i did the tie-dye and i've been i'm like you know if i complete this 30-day yoga thing i think i'm gonna buy some roller skates yes heather you know my friend heather she bought roller skates she got hers i went too late when they launched them i read this like five page email that they were explaining why they're behind and oh yeah it depends on where it must be the same so i'm looking at impalas but there's moxies also Okay, we'll talk about that after. Yes. Okay, what else What else did you do that I need to get in Um Well, definitely among the group, we did all the things. We recreated the art. My dad got into sourdough, which was mutually beneficial. <laughs> um, obviously, you've seen a lot of the food that I cooked. You were making... Um like kits I did I made things for for my friends like yourself who were living alone and did some drops yeah I didn't get a kit though I made a charcuterie kit for Heather you know if I hear Heather one more time I know but <laughs> it's okay no but I got some spice nuts I you got did some get spice cheap, nuts. a lemon curd I got some brickles br- br- brickle what is it? Oh, the bre- the brownie blondies, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Blythe made those. And then, but I also participated and I helped people and I gave people tortillas. You did. And, you and got burritos. burritos. Yeah. That's why it was fun. <laughs> it was so like good. everybody making what they're good at and sharing it with each other. For sure. For sure. So I do regret not doing something more in that first three months. But also, I feel like I was in survival mode. I was trying so, to yeah. figure out how my job was translating. And I and like you said, like, you know, you were kind of looking for understanding of how long it would last. And nobody was giving us good direction. And it wasn't until a couple, maybe a month ago, I started. I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to try to thrive 
in this environment. I'm finally I'm getting with you. I'm doing the every week I do either a new habit just for one week. Try it for a week or try something new. What's been the thing you tried? I just started for my birthday because my birthday was Mm -hmm. just this month. Um, So my first week was cleaning a little bit, 20 minutes a day, like to try to like lift that off. So it was just doing that for a week straight. Um, and then I actually have them like written down. I think some of the other ones are like the roller skating will obviously be something, um, like I'm going to, this is going to sound weird, but because I'm like a food hoarder in terms of grocery shopping, uh, which was great in early pandemic days to be that person, but like not going to the grocery store for a week and just cooking out of the, out of the pantry, trying new hikes as it gets cooler like places I haven't been I get very intimidated by new hikes so that's I'm not a hiker I know you just you can take pictures you can take my pictures and say <laughs> I'm you like, Look what I did. <laughs> I'm just gonna put my tag on them <sighs> um you know what I had an idea last night you know what I want to do what I'm saying it out loud put it you, in the universe I know because I'm afraid to commit well one I might buy a printer <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is not this going no that's it that was it um okay (laughs) as long as I can buy it then I no um I'm thinking about learning Spanish oh I'm like 100 percent learning oh well so I'm thinking about uh, Spanish is on my list Andy got me a um Rosetta Stone about 10 years ago Uh and he was like uh, and I had to hide it because he keeps threatening to sell it Is so it like, like a book on tape? Oh my tape? god, it's like, so it's, outdated is now. It a yeah, it's a CD. Like we don't even have a CD player. Because now it's probably the, all online. Yes, right? but he, but I can like apparently get it converted. But he's like tried to. I, I'm like, no, I'm gonna learn. So, to backtrack real quick, this comes from the cupcake business. How that all really started over ten years ago. What? It goes back I, to cupcakes. Yes, I bought a cupcake carrier that was twenty dollars because we had a friend and I was gonna make cupcakes for his birthday, and he goes. Oh my God, that is the biggest waste of $20 ever. And I said, I will show you. <laughs> and thus, the cupcake, cupcake Empire was born. So what happens you got a board? You just saw a piece of wood and you're like, I need that. Pretty much. Now everything we eat is on a board. <laughs> I bet you Ross has a bunch of boards. Right now. Oh, I got three for my birthday. I saw that. They look gorgeous. They are gorgeous. But I bet you Ross I has I will not a say the name of, of who bought me one. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I, I, Ross has a ton. I've got Because like there. anything that gets big, they end up with all the overflow. They also have good little bowls and stuff yeah. there. It I, is a, Ross was a my first spot. job when I was oh, 17. Oh, really? Yeah. Then men's warehouse? Yeah. And then where we work now. And those oh. are the only jobs I've had. Are, are you serious? I've only had three jobs. Well, well I, in comedy. Well, so comedy feels like a job. I had to do, last couple of years, I've had to pay taxes. But um, <laughs> I was a job. briefly like an apartment manager for a sm- my, oh. my unit for like nine months when I lived there. I kind of lucked out and got that gig. But my I've only had like three jobs. Wow. Um, yeah. Isn't that interesting? It I, is interesting. I I've s- had a lot. Sometimes I wish I would have moved around more. I would have met different people. Maybe I met. A, a husband or a boyfriend or a soulmate but you did have good jobs because retail is a good job for anything it's like good training I feel like you got to deal with a lot of stuff I kind of wish I had went to like restaurants just to be in a cooler group that's to be what cooler. I did a, yeah it's uh, it's exhausting I know I know it is well that's why okay so the thing with learning Spanish is that I was listening to um a comedian who's very famous and he was talking about he just released his Netflix special and he was saying like 
they were like, why did you release it in Spanish also? And he goes, basically, he said, because there's, you know, a hundred million Spanish speakers worldwide. And why just release it for like North America or whatever? And he said it way better than that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're right. Brand new fan base. Yeah. And it's like. Spanish it's not just Mexico it's it's South America it's Spain you know it's a different you know dialect I guess but then I so I've been wanting to write or have a Spanish set um because there's a lot of opportunities if you can do comedy in Spanish but I was like it does certain things don't translate like the stuff about your mom yeah like I could translate that joke Eh, that could translate right yeah, but there's different things like how things flow and phonetically how it sounds. Um, I'll uh, share a rhyme with you after this because I think it might be inappropriate. But um, <laughs> but it make it only makes sense in Spanish. So then I was like, well, the answer is to learn Spanish. And I'm like, well, that will take a year. And then I was like, well, who cares? This yeah. is the time everybody's going to yeah. get a graduate degree or get a master. For sure. So I don't want to do any of that. But maybe learning Spanish is like a really tangible thing I can do. And I already kind of know Spanish. Yeah. I I was going to say, like, you understand it, right? Yes. And I can speak it and I can sell it is the problem. I don't know how to speak it properly. Oh. So I can be like, oh, Alecta, tu ojos duele mi corazón. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm like going into you like, say? your eyes hurt my heart. <laughs> but so, I don't think I use the right tense or active or passive, you know, and I'm like. I learned one phrase when I worked at the car dealership. A Do lot it. of people came in. What is it? So it was, me puede firmar aquí, por favor. Can you please sign here? Okay. <laughs> See, I got like the first half and the back half, but I didn't get actually what it was about. Yeah. I yeah. was going to say, could you park here? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Can you please sign here to pick you up your car? You said it so nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, the girl next to me, she, poor Maria, she would say it took a long time to get me there. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> me puede firmar aquí, por favor. Me puede form- What's the verb sign? I don't, Is it form- I, she literally taught me how to say it and said, this is what you're See, saying. It's that damn verb. It was me puede form- And Jose formir. at work confirmed that's what I was saying. I think it was formir, F-O-R-M-I-R, F-O-M-I-R, formir. I said I had to look it up. But you can, I was thinking about getting the Babbel app. So I was thinking of Babbel. Yeah, I heard it's great. Really? Yeah. I want, here's what I want. I'd love to learn another language. Well, you know, it can't hurt anything. I took French in high school like an idiot. No. <laughs> no offense to Miss Palumbo that taught it. <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> no, I know Palumbo. That's really nice. Um, so that's kind of what I'm thinking. And then I've kind of started yoga. And then I stopped because I went out of town and I was like, oh, shoot. But I think it's definitely going to be a work week thing to wake up early, get ready, do the yoga and then sit down all day. Did you do yoga? Did you start this yoga thing after our Sedona yes. girls week? Yes. And like a, okay. only a couple weeks ago, I started. OK. Did Were you inspired by the energy of Sedona? Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> You mean when we lived in that um, artist commune for that, a weekend? And then t- two nights later, we realized it was a lesbian artist commune because <laughs> there were only girls there. People yeah. are going to think we're serious. Um, we're not. Because no, I also like to say, Electa, remember that time we lived in New York for a year? In our little studio apartment. But it is seriously one of the best trips of my life. I'm so glad you think that because it was a really good trip for me, too. It was nice to go back and be like half tourist in New York City but also half knowing what the heck is going on so it's been two or three years 
I think this is the third summer. Yeah, we went to New York and it was my first trip and I chose correctly with going with Electa because you knew where to go. You knew how to go. We had such a great time. We ate such good food. I mean, it was seriously, I have to say, like, I recommend to people if you're going to go on a trip like that, like, I think it was the right combination. I, But I say that I always want to go with people who've been to places before. Like, you're going to get a little bit of, you can go see the tourist stuff you want to see, but you're always going to get a little of that local vibe. Um, Now that I'm remembering it, like, going to the Comedy Cellar was so cool because I feel like there's so many things you go, like... Otherwise, you'd go, no, we don't need to do that. But I'm so glad we went. Like, we saw Ronnie Chang, um, Dan, what's his name? And then Taylor Tomlinson dropped in to do a quick five minutes. Yeah, Because she was practicing. She was going to be on a show. She was going to be on Fallon. Yeah. And then a year later, I opened for her. That was, and it was great. That was a great show. And then I opened so many for her people. again. <laughs> and last night, I bought a silk bomber jacket. <laughs> Because oh, I secretly gosh. copy her. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, did you see that on TikTok? <laughs> no, I watch what Taylor Tomlinson oh. wears. And she's just blowing up right now. She has a really good Netflix special. You know, right I now. saw a bomber jacket the other day, too. Now now I might need a bomber jacket. Well, here's the thing. It's, I'm, <laughs> I, I don't want to make sweat this, to death here. Um, I'll make this. I don't want to make this joke online on the podcast because I don't want people to make fun of me. But I'll just say this. It's hard to find a silk bomber in my size. <laughs> That looks good. So I found one on Amazon and, and I, I think it could work, but I have no idea. Sometimes I like styles that are not for me. Yeah. No, I hear you. Like clear acrylic um, eyeglasses. <laughs> like every- <laughs> yeah. I feel you. So, okay. So the comedy seller was amazing. The food um, was great. Yeah. And then, you know, we ran it. We, we hung out with my f- people I knew but yes also people I hadn't even seen in forever and I know but they were all so wonderful everybody was so awesome um but I think that's kind of it's that city vibe and people love you know you come visit them there and it's a special place like you can't deny like you go there and you feel I mean I say every like New York every time we meet my heart skips a beat like that's Aww. how I feel about New York. I I do truly love it. I I think especially that year. I think it was 2018. It was. And and ev- we saw the actor that we can never <laughs> remember his friggin' name. We saw a guy who we knew from TV. We saw and a guy who we knew was a judge. <laughs> he was a judge. And and then but we couldn't figure out. It took six months for us to figure out who he was. It took a year. Yeah. <laughs> um. But that Barada, I'll never forget. <laughs> I truth and the lobster roll oh my god i also will never forget tavern on the green two bottles oh, of prosecco yeah and that carrot cake and um like, dessert flights of cheese at yes. a nap in central park the nap was um, good the foot massage yes shady foot massage place Loved on the side it. of the of, so of the street Times before we Square, went in the subway. really late like at 1 a.m <laughs> yep um there was something this else. is this is five out of five stars guys would recommend um, walking, like once I kind of got going with walking, I became a very good walker. You were great. You never complained at all. Thank you. My other friends would tell you otherwise. They're like, Mary I, sucks. I think that it's probably because I bring out the magic in you. <laughs> I, yeah, it was like, so, oh, what I was going to say in 2018, I traveled a lot and I, and I went you to did. some of those cities like Denver and Chicago that people love and I wasn't feeling it, but it wasn't until I got to New York where I was like, okay, I love it here. Yeah, I think we should do a Boston trip at some point, yes. too. Yes. And I have friends there that we There's can There's comedy see. clubs there I would love to hit up. I don't it's know if they'd a fun me, city. 
Yeah, I would like. I have. A, I do have a friend or two there. My friend Dre, Jay Whitaker from Dry Bar Comedy lives there now. Have you done Atlanta? That's also really fun. Oh my gosh, I haven't been to Atlanta since college, and we went for speech and debate. Was it the national championship? I think it was nationals. That's kind of cool. Yeah, because I did all the tours. I mean, powerful trip. We went to Martin Luther King's. Um, birthplace yeah resting place then i climbed stone mountain on accident oh yeah okay i didn't, I didn't realize it was it was gonna be a couple miles up <laughs> that's but hilarious I, and then <laughs> that's for another podcast but i still never saw the, the well, drawings we should go to atlanta because you know we're big we're big football fans yeah. big falcons fans because my husband's from the south um but there's a lot of cool things, and uh, and there's good comedy there. Oh heck yeah! There's Laughing Skull is out of Atlanta. So our friends that we have that are there, so they're actually they're f- friends of mine, a friend of mine that I grew up with that now lives down there. Um, they 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 love love a good comedy club. Oh so nice! I'm, this is a trip we should make happen. Yeah, as long as uh, COVID will go away. One day, 2025. Yeah. Oh my gosh, elected. I love, I mean, I love talking about everything with you, but these are some of my favorite like memories. I'm glad we have them. I, I have, I have many good memories with you right down to the very first time I met you in training class. Mary's like one of my oldest work, uh, like friends, people I met there. And I just remember thinking, and this is so true, and I'm still friends with the other people, well, one person that was in the class with us, Zach, uh, thinking, if everybody's as fun as Mary, because she was literally the only exposure, you were the only exposure I had at that point, because it was right into the beginning of training class, I was like, this is going to be great. I don't know that I felt that way right after until I learned my job, but I I loved being in that training class. Thank you so much. It well, you're funny. We went and got cheesesteak. I mean, <laughs> I knew you were my people. I used to always like, where are you going to eat, guys? Yep. We went and got delicious cheesecake. We did. Cheesesteak. Cheese I remember we were making fun of Zach because his friend brought him a burrito in his oh, first day of class. every day he would bring him those stupid breakfast yeah. burritos. Like, such BS. Yeah, because Scott was friends with him from diving. They were yeah, divers. Yeah, and he had scuba gear in his truck. I was like, what are you, scuba Steve? What's going we, on here? We would give Zach such a hard time. That was we so did. funny. No, he's a big shot. Well, yeah, I know. And so you're welcome. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> and Electa, all, the, all of your contributions. Oh. I'll but just yeah. take credit for them. We ha- but I I have many, many good memories I with you. That makes me feel so special because normally people like me at first and then they move oh. on to other people. And there then- are two other really good memories, though. What? New Kids on the Block. <gasps> Both times. The first time Magic. was extra special. Magic. I've... I've never felt more like Oprah than coming back with four concert tees and giving them out to all the ladies. I was like, she just got four t-shirts and gave them to all You know us. you're an adult when you can afford four, four. concert tees. I know. We were, but like the, the serotonin flowing through that place uh, just from singing. And Paul Abdul was so good. Boys to Men was so good. Was 98 Degrees the other band? No, it was Boys to Men. Paula? Um, Paula and, and, and new, new kids, kids on that one. There was way more on that second one we went to. You know what? I've actually seen them. It was one other time I had seen them. And now I've seen them three times. Boys to Men was good. Oh, so good. Yeah. It was almost like, um, 
Like Biscoff cupcakes good. <laughs> yeah. Like Yeah. And the thing is, this is why it's so good too. You know every word to every song. Yeah. Th- I, that was like I went to a Journey concert uh-huh. and that same thing. Like I it's so fun when you know every word to every song. And that's what I love about entertainment and I know my piece is so small, but it's that connection you have yeah. with the audience. Well, and it's so fun too like specifically things like boys to men and and uh new kids and journey because everyone knows every word you to think every about song. what you were doing when you right. first heard it so it's like you feel that is what i'm i'm i definitely feel like i'm like learning my space in the covid world but i i miss that kind of connection with humans yeah I, it's just different virtually um allow me for a moment to indulge in this even though I realize where I am and where new kids on the block are are different places but when people are connecting with what you're doing is the best feeling yeah and the small thing I have that's similar is I was in the parking garage at stand-up live after a show I had done recently and I was waiting to talk to the attendant because I had forgotten my ticket or my wallet or something and the cars were leaving and this (laughs) and they're like hey you like you're that girl we just saw, saw on TV. TV. And then this other car of girls were like, "Hey, eat a sandwich," and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Which is a punchline of mine." And so, it just felt so good when people are yelling your punchlines at you. Like you've made a connection. Yes, yes. And I am new kids on the block. And but I therefore, lo- but that's kidding. what I love. I love about comedy. Like, I always, I, I feel like I wish. They weren't, most of the shows weren't so late because I'm such an old lady. Yeah. Uh, but I just, that's what I love about comedy too. Like just laughing. It feels so good to laugh. Best feeling. Right there is so, such a, such a true statement. It just, it feels so good. And it's interactive in a way. Like you shouldn't yell at the comic, but like it's in front of you. It's live. It's. You're feeding off the energy in the crowd. Yes. And and I've never went to a show where even if somebody's not like, sure, I've went to some shows where it might not be my humor, more like open mic type places. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's still like, even if it's like, OK, it's still better than not laughing. Like <laughs> right, It's right, like, right. you know what I mean? Like, like pizza. But yes, for sure. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you're right. Like, if it's. Still pretty good. I'll Bread eat and it. cheese, man. <laughs> Bread butter. <laughs> Bread and cheese. If it's if it's there, it's all grades gonna, and levels, right. it's still gonna satisfy you. <laughs> oh my gosh! But Electa. I do do love I and I. You know what I I will say I super loved when you were doing improv because I had never went to improv before, and we had Daniela and Miles with us, so we went like on a on a couple's date, and we laughed so hard at that that show. is generous of you it was funny i every time i th- every time somebody came to an improv show i always felt like oh, i was off i, wasn't I feel good. like most people probably told you they liked it though um yeah i loved it when people would say like like families and little girls would be like you're my favorite and you know like when i was because I, I, my, my feelings on it was, was like a roller coaster. Some, when I did well, I felt great. And then other times I didn't feel good. Um, well, we loved it. You must yeah. have been so on for You're our night. You're so sweet. But we've been to a few of your shows. 
Yeah, you guys show up when it matters, like when I have like a big club show. And then we went to the one, I took my mom (laughs) to the one at the pizza place. Those were fun. Those were fun. If they could have just gotten the pizza out a little faster. Oh, we and so we, we just had snacks, so we were fine. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, and we went to the we went with the girls to the Lolo's chicken and waffles one. Those were fun. Uh yeah, because there was Lolo's and comedy. That's what I realized. <laughs> I was like, this is a weird show, but you know what? Make a girls' night out of it and eat chicken drums. It was good stuff. And I now we're not allowed to go anywhere, so it's perfect. <laughs> now, now we're just thinking of like all the wonderful yeah. little shows. How, can I ask you, how's it been doing it? Like, did you, I know you've done some virtual stuff. Like, I did some in May. Oh, I'm supposed to sign up for a virtual show tomorrow. I haven't been doing virtual, but Big Pine Comedy Festival right. is happening this week. And we're going to we're gonna do the best we can. It's going to be fantastic. Well, I've never been able to go because it conflicts with, like, typically some sort of commitment I have. So I'm actually really excited to be able to participate. And did you get your tickets? I am doing it today. <gasps> Thank you. Yes. Um, the We're puppy dual King watch com- party. The Puppy King premiere is at the end of the week, and they're doing that at a park. And I think they're that's. Um, you're, we're partnering with you to build boards for the new picnic yeah, yeah. company. I'm excited. So much crossover. Um, there's going to be some really <laughs> good shows. Um, we're going to do Totally Off Topic on Wednesday. We've got Ali Makovsky as our special guest. Um, so we're going to be running it from um, our headquarters. And we're going to do some virtual shows. I'm excited. Why not? You know, it's like I keep telling myself, if you're a comedian, do <clears throat> comedy. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want to be a comedian, don't do comedy. Don't bitch about it. Just do it. Yeah. Whatever that That's looks like. That's fair. But I do have some in-person dates coming up. I'll be at House of Comedy in October. Yes. And uh, I'll be at the new JP's Comedy Club in November. So we got cool stuff coming up. I I would like to attend one. I'll let you know. So. Yeah. Electa, thank you so much. This has been fantastic and such a, just a sweet and fun 100th episode this is my favorite this made my day me too thank you for being here i know um you're a private person but i usually say where can people follow you but what would you like people to do or say or think after this what would you leave us with um i want them to go if it well even if they're not local i want them to go look up tempe community action agency because even if they're not local there's an action agency near them that's helping those that are most vulnerable and that's big time right now with covid um, and then I want them to just give in to their food dreams and, and, um, start making things off Instagram and TikTok. I am, you can follow me at de- delectable, um, on Instagram. I yeah. do post all my food there. Ooh, that is so perfect. Yes. Yeah, so you can follow yeah. your food journey. Yeah. I love that you said I people to just fall into your food dreams. Yeah. Don't deny it. We all love food. We all want to like, I don't want to know you if you just eat <laughs> to survive. <laughs> I, that's what I want to leave with people. If you're an eat to survive, you're not for me. <laughs> you, you have a really good balance because you have a Peloton. And you do yeah. I, hey, I'm running a marathon. I was yeah. training for a marathon you pre-COVID. Were. Oh my gosh. We could go New York for City hour. Marathon. Yeah. That's so, your next trip there. You have a good balance. Yeah. All right. Thanks for being here. You guys, thank you for for being with us over a hundred at a hundred episodes. This is pretty neat. And I'm, I can't wait to do a hundred more. We'll see you next time on wings with friends. Bye-bye. Bye.